الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومطاعنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد فقد قال الله تعالى في القران المجيد والفرقان الحميد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قد افلح المؤمنون الذين هم في صلاتهم خاشعون صدق الله العظيم وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم العهد الذي بيننا وبينهم الصلاه فمن تركها فقد كفر او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ريسبكتد علماء الكرام ايلدرز بلاف برادرز ان اسلام inexorably with the passage of time we are getting closer and closer to what is referred to as sayyidu shuhur the leader of the months of the islamic calendar that is the mubarak and the blessed month of ramadan evidenced by the dua of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam which rasul pak sallallahu alaihi wasallam would make from the onset of rajab Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab wa Sha'ban wa balighna Ramadan. The Lord Allah bless us in the months of Rajab and Sha'ban wa balighna Ramadan. From the latter part of this dua we can see the objective behind this dua where Rasul Pak sallallahu alaihi wasallam entreats Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that cause us to remain alive to experience the month of Ramadan. The objective of the dua is that Yet Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam says Allah bless us in Rajab and Shaaban and cause us to remain alive till we reach the month of Ramadan. So as I mentioned the objective is to experience Ramadan. Yet why does Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam include Rajab and Shaaban in this dua? In this is a sabaq. In this is a lesson and as I have mentioned many times previously that when it comes to the commercial world when it comes to economic pursuit then this concept or idea of preparing in advance in anticipation of heightened economic activity this is something which all of us are familiar with a businessman doesn't wait for december he starts stacking his shelves from july and august advertising campaign long in advance he doesn't wait for the season to start long in advance he starts the preparation in the same way when it comes to our deen also we should not be waiting for the hilal of ramadan to start preparing for ramadan but long in advance this preparation should be there and very very important in this preparation prior to ramadan is for each one of us to introspect look within ourselves the clock of life was not put on hold because of corona virus 
The clock of life was not put on hold because of a pandemic. A clock of life was not put on hold because of some test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we can say last year passed and we'll worry about next year. But the reality that is facing each and every one of us is from the onset, from the time that we were born, the clock of our life is ticking. And this is such a, an inescapable reality that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَكُمْ مِعَادُ يَوْمْ لَا تَسْتَأْخِرُونَ عَنْهُ سَاعَةً وَلَا تَسْتَقْدِمُونَ There is a promised time, there is a cut-off. Coronavirus, pandemic, whatever test, earthquake, tsunami, whatever may come. There is a cut-off for each and every one of us. The time of our mort, which before we were born was already fixed. And when that time comes, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the indelible manner of the Qur'an says, لَا تَسْتَأْخِرُونَ عَنْهُ سَاعَةً وَلَا تَسْتَقْدِمُونَ No extension will be given to anyone. Look to your left, look to your right. Few years ago, you may have been in a habit at the time of iftar. Making iftar with a set group of friends. Some of us maybe were dropping off a plate by the house of our elderly parents or brother or some relative. We had a set routine that involved certain people that were beloved and close to us. How many of us, the reality and the fact of the matter is that Ramadan is almost upon us and those same individuals with whom we used to reminisce and spend special moments in the past are no longer with us. So what is the sabab? What is the lesson? To introspect, to take stock, to realize like just like they are no longer with us. Will I see another Ramadan after this? Will I get another opportunity after this? Allah's Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, how beautifully to put this advice into our heart, to make us realize that this life is ephemeral, it's a passing phase. We don't have time to be laid back. We don't have time to be taking it easy. We can't take our foot off the accelerator. Abdullah bin Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhuma says, أَخَذَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ بِمَنْ كِبَيَّةِ He says, my beloved master, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, caught hold of me by both my shoulders. He shook me. And in that hadith, brief hadith, one section, Rasulullah sallallahu told him, عُدْ نَفْسَكَ مِنْ أَهْلِ الْقُبُورِ Oh Abdullah, count yourself amongst the residents of the grave. Don't rely upon this life. Every moment is precious. Unfortunately, my respected brothers, when it comes to our acts of ibadat, I've mentioned this many times before, we have become seasonal Muslims. We are going through the motions. Miraj was last month, Rajab. We will wait a little bit for Sunday night, shab barat to some extent our masajid will get full. Then Ramadan will come, first one or two tarawees, the masjid will be full. Then for many of us, salam alaikum till the 27th. Then the masjid gets full again. We are going through rituals, we are going through motions. 
the asbaq, the realities, the haqaiq, the lessons that we are supposed to visit, the introspection that we are supposed to do, and primarily, primarily the change that is supposed to come, unfortunately is not coming. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave every one of us a huge wake-up call, and that wake-up call was this pandemic, which has created absolute and total confusion in the world. The entire system of our lives have been upended. The things which we took for granted, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shook those systems also. Primarily, what was this supposed to create in us? Halat, conditions, tests. When it comes, what does Quran tell us? What is the objective? What is the purpose? لَعَلَّكُمْ تَرْجِعُونَ So that you come back to Allah. So that you knock the door of Allah. So that you connect yourself with Allah. And the most important injunction, and this is what some muzakara I wanted to make, occasion of Jummah, many times I've lamented, time is very limited. But in the light of the Mi'raj which just passed, which is associated with Rajab, Shabibarat is coming. One of the most important preparations for the month of Ramadan is the preparation with regards to our Salah. We have recently, Allah's Fazl, in Tabligh, traveled the length and breadth of the country. And we have visited and seen with our own eyes the devastation that has been caused. There are situations where even in our own country, people that were namazis, people that were regularly visiting the masjid, the person will tell you without a frown line on his face, four, six, seven, eight, nine months have passed, I haven't made Juma Salah in the masjid. Because of circumstances, the talk on our Friday started a little bit early. Look at our masjid. Juma is a shi'ar, is a symbol of Islam. Juma is one of the statements of Islam and a very great sunnah, a very great sunnah which our Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam emphasized for the day of Juma is what we call tabkir. This term may seem strange to many of us. What is tabkir? Tabkir means come early. Come early for Juma. The masjid should be full long in advance. The morning of Juma should be beautified with salawat and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What is the point behind what we are making, my respected brothers? How much closer have we gone to Allah? How much closer have we gone to Allah? The distinction between iman and kufr, the hadith which I mentioned in the beginning, الْعَهْدُ الَّذِي بَيْنَنَا وَبَيْنَهُمُ الصَّلَاةِ فَمَنْ تَرَكَهَا فَقَدْ كَفَرْ Rasulullah said, the dividing line between Iman and Kufr is Salah. After Iman, the first test, the most important preparation, the greatest emphasis that Quran and Hadith gives, that our Sharia emphasizes over and over again is our Salah. And the sad reality, Allah tested us. Allah tested us instead of us running to the Masjid, instead of us filling the Masjid, Instead of us becoming more conscious of our salah, we travel the length and breadth of the country and we see a devastating situation where sadly, ironically, the ummah has been distanced from the masjid. This is such a great command, such a great command, like I said in the light of Mi'raj. 
This was that miracle. Allah elevated Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is that Nabi. Ali radiallahu ta'ala who says, I walked with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Mastaqbalahu hajar, wala shajar, wala madar, illa qala as-salatu wassalamu alayka ya Rasulullah. He says, we didn't pass by a tree, a sand heap, a stone, except that it addressed him and said, peace and salutations upon you, O the Rasul of Allah. Allah made him Nabi of the inanimate objects. Allah made him Nabi of the birds. Allah made him Nabi of the insects. Allah made him Nabi of the trees. Allah made him Nabi of Jinnat. Allah made him Nabi of Insan. And what was shown? What was shown on Mi'raj? When he reached Masjid Al-Aqsa, Anbiya from Adam salam to Isa salam had been gathered. And he was commanded by Allah to lead the two rakat salah so that this living reality was made known to his ummah practically ana nabiyul anbiya i am the nabi of even the anbiya alayhim salatu salam the nabi even of the anbiya to such an extent that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi said law kana musa wa isa hayyan lama wasi'tumuhuma illa ittiba'i aw kama qala an-nabiyyu sallallahu alayhi wasallam look at the ummah today in our weddings, in our marriages, just a little while back, I was in a dindar home, met one person. He says, you know what, nikah is going to take place shortly. We haven't yet arranged the ring. Where did this custom of ring come from? From the nikah of Fatima? From the nikah of Aisha radiallahu anha? Where does our rituals of photography, of music, where does our rituals of dressing up in fancy halls, where does the extravagance that occurred at the time of nikah come from? Rasulullah Sallallahu said, this is half our religion. This is half our religion, yet the rituals that are attached to it, where are we getting it from? Are we getting it from Rasulullah Sallallahu or are we getting it from the Jews and the Christians? Or are we getting it from the enemies of Islam? Look at the financial system of our businesses, steeped in riba, steeped in lies, steeped in treachery. Look at our dressing, look at our youth, look at our educational system. Who have we adopted as our role model? Who are we following? Who is our example? Who is our master? Allahu Akbar. Ana Nabiyul Anbiya. He said, I am the Nabi of the Anbiya. And he went on and he said, Leave, leave the ways of the Jews and the Christians. If Musa and Isa salam themselves were alive in my time, they also will not go to Jannah unless they follow Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. As an ummah today, what sabak have we taken? As an ummah today, what sabak have we taken? Make tawbah. Make tawbah. Give up the ways of the enemies of Islam. These are the lessons that we are supposed to take. Anoint our nikahs with sunnah. Anoint our businesses with sunnah. Anoint our homes with sunnah. Anoint our dressings with sunnah. This is that miracle. Few occasions, few jumas I've discussed already. But, ajib, ajib what lesson Allah gives us. We find no other surah in the Quran begins with the word subhan. سبحان الذي أسرى بعبده ليلا من المسجد الحرام إلى المسجد الأقصى. Many will be wondering. Miraj has already passed. Why am I even talking about it? It's not my objective to go into the discussion of Miraj. No. 
My objective is what is the sabaq? What is the lesson? And have we taken the lesson? Subhan. What does Subhan mean? Allah is pak. Allah is pure. Allah is free of every weakness, every blemish, every defect, every fault. And over and above that, Allah is free of the laws of physics, of science, of astronomy, of astrology, of zoology, any of the systems of this world by which he has beset his makhluk, Allah himself is above all that. Taken from the home of Ummihani radiallahu anha, the sister of Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Taken to the Hatim. And what happens in the Hatim? Open heart surgery. The chest of Rasulullah is opened up. The heart is taken out. Two containers are brought. One of them contains Zamzam. One of them contains Noor. The heart is first bathed in Zamzam. Cut open. Noor is filled into the heart. Is there any surgeon present? Is it done in an ICU? Are any of the modern instruments of medicine present? Is there a ventilation machine? None of the systems. Subhan, Allah is pak, Allah is pure. Allah's Rasulullah is looking at his heart taken out of his chest. Put back, the chest is sealed, not one sign, not one blemish. Subhan. Buraq is brought. Tawilun Abiyad. The description comes in the hadith. Dunal Himar. Fokal Himar Dunal Bagal. Slightly bigger than a donkey, smaller than a mule. An animal is brought. What is the speed? Allah's Rasulullah mounts this animal. A journey begins at supersonic speed. 14 centuries ago. This ummah is informed, open heart surgery will become a possibility. Travel at supersonic speeds will become a possibility. What is the speed of the buraq? As far as the eye can see is each step of this animal. Taken from Masjid Haram to Masjid Aqsa. Now a journey begins. Many of us if you read the weather report, take the trouble of reading the smaller print every morning you'll see there. You'll read about atmospheric pressure, 1024 kPa plus minus. We learned this in school, many of us forgot it also. What is it? Allah's system in this world, that every one of us has approximately one ton of atmospheric pressure bearing down upon us. Why are we not crushed? One ton's weight upon you. Why are you not crushed? Because Allah has created a system inside each of us. Blood pressure inside the body mitigates the effect of the atmospheric pressure outside. As ascension starts, as you start traveling higher and higher, the outside atmospheric pressure gets less. What should happen? Because of the pressure inside, you should explode. So, to, so what do they do? When they travel in space, they wear an astronaut suit to create fictitiously the outside pressure so that your own body does not become a bomb. Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam in his kurta, in his lungi, without any atmospheric, without any astronaut suits, without any of the systems, begins this journey. Subhan, Allah is pak. Allah is pure. Allah is not in need of time and space. Allah is not in need of any of the systems of this world. Allah is above that. Such a vast space. Allahu Akbar. We look up, we only see the sun. The sun is one star. 
What is the size of the sun? It is said you will fit, fit 1.3 million earths inside the sun. One star. Diameter 1,394,000 kilometers. In this galaxy in which we live, the Milky Way, they estimate there are 200 billion stars. One of them the diameter 1.4 million kilometers. One of them the diameter 4 billion kilometers. What is the size of just this? Just this one galaxy, if you travel at the speed of light, 186,282 miles per second, 300,000 kilometers per second, at that speed, one, in one year, what is the distance you will cover? 9.461 trillion kilometers in one year. That is what is called one light year. It is said this galaxy is 100,000 light years. And they estimate there are two trillion other such galaxies in which there are so many stars. Stars are situated dunya underneath the first heaven. This is what Quran tells us. وَلَقَدْ زَيَّنَّ السَّمَاءَ الدُّنْيَا بِمَصَابِيحَ وَحِفْظًا Allah says, we have decorated underneath the first heaven with stars. How many stars are there? How many stars are there? Scientists estimate there are seven sextillion stars. Fancy figures. You want to make it simple, they say take this number seven, add 23 zeros after it. That is the number of stars. Make it even simpler. They say the number of grains of sand on this earth multiplied ten times. That is what they estimate is the number of stars in the visible universe. How much is visible? 3 to 5 percent. The other 95 percent is dark matter, dark energy. They can't even see that. That is only Samaud Dunya. Muhammad Rasulullah Wasallam. In milliseconds is taken above all the space. First heaven, Adam Salam. Second heaven, Zakaria Yahya Isa Salam. Third heaven, Yusuf Salam. Fourth heaven, Idris alayhi salam, 5th heaven Harun alayhi salam, 6th heaven Musa alayhi salam, 7th heaven Ibrahim alayhi salam. Beyond all that, in Norway there is one sign, end of the world. In Norway there is a sign, those who have been may have seen it, end of the world. Where is Rasulullah taken? On this journey in milliseconds, taken to the point Sidratul Muntaha. What is Sidratul Muntaha? In layman's terms, end of the universe. End of the universe. Jibreel says, Ya Rasulullah, if I go beyond this point, one hair's bread, I also will be burned to ashes. Permission is given for no creation of Allah to go beyond this point. Besides Muhammad Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Qazi Ayaz, Rahimullah in Shifai mentions the riwayat, Faraqani Jibreel, Wan Qatati Aswad, Fasami'atu Kalama Rabbi. He says, I went beyond the Sidratul Muntaha. I was completely alone. I had reached a point no creation of Allah has ever been. There was total complete silence. He was insan, he was a human being. Naturally an element of fear entered the heart. All of a sudden he says, فَسَمِعْتُ كَلَامَ رَبِّي I heard the kalam of Allah. I heard the kalam of Allah. لِيَهْدَأْ رَوْعُكْ do not be afraid. Ya Habibi Udnu. Ya Habibi Udnu. Ya Habibi Udnu. Oh my beloved, venture even further. Venture even further. Venture even further. Kamale Qurb. Kamale Qurb. Qurb with Allah like no creation. 
Allah is free of space and time coming and going. This is just for our understanding. Taken to that pinnacle, a conversation ensues. Like I said, I'm not going to go into the detail. Very briefly, Ya Rabbi, ittakhazta Ibrahima khalila, wa'ataytahu mulkan azima, wa'kallamta Musa taklima, wa'ataytah Dawood mulkan azima, wa'alanta lakul hadid, wa'ataytah Sulaiman mulkan la yambagi li ahadim min ba'dihi, wa'sakharta lahu riyaha wal jinna wa shayatina wal insan, wa'akhiyayta li Isa al-Muta, fa'madha ja'alta li? Allahu Akbar. Look at the beautiful manner. Ya Allah, oh my Allah, you made Adam your Safi, your chosen one. You spoke directly to Musa alayhi salam. You softened lead for Dawood alayhi salam. You gave Suleiman alayhi salam a kingdom over the jinnat, shayateen, birds, birds and insects. You brought the dead to life for Isa alayhi salam. فَمَاذَا جَعَلْتَ لِي Oh my Allah, what have you kept for me? Allah says to him, أَوَلَيْسَ قَدْ آتَيْتُكَ أَفْضَلَ مِنْ ذَلِكَ كُلِّهِ Have I not given you better than all this? Adam Safiullah, Musa Kalimullah, Isa Ruhullah. Alayhimu salam, Amma anta, Amma anta, you, Fahhabibullah, you are the beloved of Allah. You are the beloved of Allah. Wallah dhukirt, illa dhukirta ma'i. And from now till qiyamah, my name will not be taken, except that your name will be taken with my name. La ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, never to be separated till qiyamah. But, what is the sabaq? What is the lesson? Many times I give this example. You go on a journey, you come back. Your little children, my grandchild, first thing, open the door. Nana, what, what surprise you brought for me? What gift you brought for me? Allah took him on Mi'raj. Allah took him to that point, no creation of Allah has ever been. kamal qurb What did he come back with? That command of Allah, that command of Allah, Anbiya alayhimu salatu wassalam was commanded by Allah. Isa alayhi salam, Isa alayhi salam, Inni abdullah, atani al-kitab, waj'alani nabiya, waj'alani mubarakan aynama kuntu, wa'usani bis-salati, wa'zakati, ma'dumtu hayya, command of salah. Maryam alayhi salam, his mother. Ya Maryam uqnuti, wasjudi, warka'i, ma'arraki'in. Ismail alayhi salam, wa kana ya'muru ahlahu, bis-salati, bis-salati, wa'zzakah. Muhammadur Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi salam, aqimis salah, fa'idha faragta fansab, wa ila rabbika fargab. Anbiya wa commanded, Isa alayhi salam was commanded, Maryam alayhi salam was commanded, his mother. Ismail alayhi salam was commanded, Commanded. Rasulullah was commanded. Then the Ummah of Muhammad not one time, not two times, not three times, not four times, not five times, ten times. Aqimus Salah, Aqimus Salah, Aqimus Salah, Aqimus Salah, Aqimus Salah. As if the ground is telling you, the sky is telling you, the mountains are telling you, the vegetation is telling you, every 
posture of that salah. You want to find Allah. You want the love of Allah. You want the closeness of Allah. It is in salah. When the person stands, Allahu Akbar, like the poet says, فَمَنْ قَامَ لِلتَّكْبِيرِ لَاقَةُ رَحْمَةٌ فَمَنْ قَامَ لِلتَّكْبِيرِ لَاقَةُ رَحْمَةٌ وَكَانَ كَعَبَدٍ بَابُ مَوْلَاهُ يَقْرَعُ وَصَارَ لِرَبِّ الْعَرْشِ حِينَ الصَّلَاةِهِ نَجِيَّةٌ فَيَأْتُوبَاهُ لَوْ كَانَ يَخْشَعُ He says when you say Allahu Akbar, takbir ula Every veil, every boundary, every distance, every obstacle between you and Allah is removed. You are, Allah's mercy rains down upon you. And your example is like that person who is making knock, 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 knock. Where? At the arsh of Allah. وَصَارَ لِرَبِّ الْعَرْشِ حِينَ صَلَاتِهِ نَجِيَّةِ Metaphorically, it is as if your mi'raj has taken place. You are in direct munajat. You are in direct communion with Allah. فَيَاتُوا بَاهُ لَوْ كَانَ يَخْشَعُوا Like the poet says, Mubarak to you, if only you would have khushu in that salah. If only your heart would be present in that salah. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. It is as if, it is as if you are addressing the trees in front of you, the earth in front of you. When you go into Ruku' Subhana Rabbi Al Azim, it is as if you are addressing the ground in front of you. Sami Allahu Liman Hamida, Rabbana Lakal Ham, the atmosphere around you. Then you put your forehead on the ground in sajda. No greater expression of Allah's love, of Allah's marifat than that sajda. Subhana Rabbi Al Ala, the entire earth is shaking with the sound. Subhana Rabbi Al Ala, this is that command of Allah. Ambiya were commanded ten times in the Quran. This ummah is commanded. And that day, this is that command. One salah, one salah that this ummah will miss. Allah's qasam, that day will come. If this whole earth is turned into gold, the mountains are turned into gold, the rivers and oceans are turned into gold, and you want to pay ransom for one salah, Allah's qasam, it will not be sufficient. It will not be sufficient. It will not be sufficient for even one salah. Cry tears of blood when this ummah has abandoned the masjid. Cry tears of blood when you see Muslim homes upon Muslim homes at the time of Fajr. Azan is called out, those little children are sleeping, the parents are sleeping. Cry tears of blood when you walk into Muslim businesses on the other side. Azan is being called out, still the financial, commercial gain is going on. With this in mind that that salah will become an impediment to my worldly advancement. My respected brothers, what sabak have we taken? What lesson have we taken? That day is coming. That day is coming. Quran warns us. The entire creation will be standing in front of Allah. On the command of Allah, everyone will go into sajda. But, but, there will be the backs of those that will be straightened. Yawma yukshafu an saq. يَوْمَ يُكْشَفُ عَنْ سَاقِ وَيُدْعَوْنَ إِلَى السُّجُودِ فَلَا يَسْتَطِيعُونَ The command will become going to sajda, but they will not be able to make sajda. Their backs will be hardened as the first saza, as ruswai, as disgrace in front of the entire creation. These are those nalaik. These are those unfortunate ones. Allah's caller would call out Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. salah, And that call repeatedly will fall on deaf ears. Yawma yukshafu an saaq, wa yudawna ila sujood, fala yastati'oon. My respected brothers, Mi'raj, read the details. Shabibarat is coming, read the details, take the sabaq. Take the lesson. Ibn al-Qayyim, rahimullah, puts it beautifully. لِلْعَبْدِ الَّذِي 
baina lil abdi baina yadayi llahi mawqifan mawqif baina yadayhi fi salatihi wa mawqif baina yadayhi yawm liqa'i rabbihi Allahu akbar he says in the life of every believer in the life of every believer there are two occasions when miraj takes place i'm using the word miraj he didn't use the word miraj what did he say two occasions when you will present yourself in allah's court in your life there are two occasions when you will present yourself in allah's court the first occasion is five times every day mawqifun baina yadayhi fi salatihi when allah samana calls out and understand understand abdullah bin ummi maktum blind sahabi blind sahabi can call kar sun lena this is a sahih hadith blind sahabi comes to rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam ana rajulun dharirun he says ya rasulullah i am a blind man halli min rukhsa can i perform my salah at home can i perform my salah at home my nabi asked him one question atasma'un nida o abdullah can you hear the azan he says yes ya rasulullah allahu akbar rahmatul lil alamin mercy from head to toe he said ma ajidu laka min rukhsa i can't find any reason to excuse you from the masjid a blind man we can't even see this virus and we have abandoned the masjid make tauba my respected brothers our protection is the masjid our protection is to connect with allah don't cut yourself off from the masjid iqamatus salah is for men with jamaat in the masjid this ramadan that is coming don't make it a dry ramadan don't look for shortcut tarawih come to the masjid spend time in the masjid connect with allah you don't know if you'll see another ramadan establish salah develop our salah going to ruku so somebody looking at you will think this man is not going to wake up from that ruku going to sajda so that somebody is looking at you will think this man is not going to wake up from the sajda then see the maza then see the ecstasy then see the beauty ibn al-qayyim two occasions in your life you will present yourself in allah's court he says the first is in your salah the first is in your salah when you say allahu akbar you are in allah's court faman qama and then he says the second occasion the second occasion mawqifun bayna yadayhi yawm liqa'i rabbihi is on the day of qiyamah yawm yafirru almar'u min akhihi wa ummihi wa abihi wa sahibatihi wa bani your mother your father your children no one will want to know you on that day everyone will be running helter skelter that is the second occasion when you will have to present yourself in allah's court when each one will be alone standing in front of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allahu Akbar what a nuskha he gave us lesson of miraj sabaq of miraj what a nuskha he said faman qama bi haqqil mawqifil awwal huwina alayhi al mawqifil akhar he said fulfill the right of this first standing in salah in salah fulfill the right of this first standing allah's qasam allah will make the second one easy for you woman istahana bi hadha al mawqif mawqif this first one abandon this first one treat this first one lightly and allah protect us he says shuddid alayhi al mawqif al akhar the second one will be made difficult for you opportunity has come season has come shab e barat is coming ramadan is coming make tauba reconnect ourselves with allah and primarily accept the gift of miraj accept the gift of miraj this much from now till i die 
every salah with jamaat in the masjid say inshallah allah ke wasto fiqh wa